about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Hey, good morning and welcome. Welcome one and all to game time here on a Wednesday morning with Tom Ward and Garrett. We're glad you're with us as we move through a um, a Wednesday morning. Everything's great. Uh, glad to have you with us here this morning as we roll through uh, on a uh, on a on a Wednesday morning. So yeah, uh, it's 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 Wednesday, and we're looking at weather. I mean, that's the conversation that we were talking about is weather, and uh, I, I think we're good. I, I, today we're going to be good anyway, weather wise. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, and I've had my my two staff meteorologists in in the room working on weather. Ward, good morning. How are you? What's the weather going to do, Ward? You've got it. Have you got it mastered yet? <laughs> People don't know who Harold Taff is. I do. <laughs> You're Troy Dungan. <laughs> hey, you know he went to Baylor. Yeah, yeah. I think he's from Hillsborough. I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah. Things you learn on the program. Yeah. Garrett, you were looking at the weather. What's what you know? Garrett's got a color weather radar. He's big time. Do there, we there's really? supposed to be ice coming in? And do we know that for a fact? I, no. Well, that's what I'm asking. Why are we canceling stuff if we don't know it? Well, I think everybody is anticipating. I, it? I think a lot of people have PTSD. <laughs> is that? What I know. It? I do. I, I hated that. That was a nightmare, man. Oh, it was. It was interesting, wasn't it? But we—that's a once in a lifetime deal. We don't get shut down for a week around here. When's the last time? I mean, I can't remember. Well, I, I mean, that we, was the first time look, ever. We, we've had ice and snow all the time, but it's a day here. It's you know, it's an inconvenience. Last year was a deal. Now, I mean, we got you know, you're having a shack up with people because you don't have electricity for days, and no, yeah. that that was an ordeal. But we're, that's not what this deal's about. Mm-hmm. Was it really? I th- also, also think one of the biggest differences last year, it like literally hit the entire state, you know, and it shut the power, it killed the power grid. The, this, the grid was this isn't going to do that, you know. It's gonna there's gonna be portions we'll get it, Metroplex will get it, but not the entire state like last year. I don't think we'll see any major issues regarding the like the power. No. You know, we, we rented out rooms, and I mean, we you know, we came out smelling like a rose, but I'm kidding. <laughs> it was two for one. <laughs> uh, ours was just not having power for like a week and having to go stay in McGregor with family. It was a nightmare, man. Oh. He came up here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, what? we were shut down almost a week, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I came up here <laughs> several times. I had to get out of the house. You know, I mean, the cabin fever thing was. That's real. <laughs> 
Yeah. And if you don't believe that that's real. That's real. Yeah, it's real. It's like, okay, I got to move around a little bit. Because then Garrett got me stuck in the front parking lot. That No, that that's all you. Oh, was it? That's okay. all you. I used my floor mats. Very innovative. That's a good question. Because there had been zero, I mean, zero traffic in that front parking lot. Like I mean, none. <laughs> it was, yeah. And so that, that beautiful white snow had about 17 inches of ice underneath it. And yeah, it was, we, we weren't moving. <laughs> and I'm like, how am I getting out of here? <laughs> That's good. Oh, yeah. It was fun, wasn't it? That was a fun week. No, I, I've lived in that house that we're in right now mm-hmm. less than three years, and we've had re- two really big snows already. I mean, we weren't in there six months. I mean, we, we, and we had a sn- snowstorm. I'm like, this never happens around here, and that was nothing compared to mm-hmm. that week of ice and snow. Yeah. That was kind of nice. That's when you sit out on the back porch and go, boy, this is pretty. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Ah. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? Wow. Uh-uh. How about that? Yeah, that's that's not that nah, that ain't no fun at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> reminiscing. Boy, we go we're going down memory lane there, aren't we? Uh 706. We welcome you into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. How about them Red Raiders? That was that was a heck of a night. Yeah, it, it was, and yeah, and you know, and this is, and I told you guys this. Uh, I, I'm good, by the way, on my headsets. Uh, if anybody's asking, <laughs> uh, I the uh, the atmosphere stayed pretty steady the whole basketball game. No, and, and I'm telling you, it was a it was a raucous crowd. With about 35 seconds left in the game, just like it was 30, with 35 seconds before they tipped off. Uh, my only frustration was finding it because uh, the, the game on ESPN2 ran long. Yeah. What was that? Maryland, Penn State? Yeah. Michigan Michigan, State. Michigan State, yeah. Uh, and so, you, you know, I'm chasing it down on, on ESPN News. and See, that's what right, – I have. A, I don't know if y'all have an issue with this. So, I have the ESPN Plus app, and, and I got it in part of the bundle, you know, let the kids mm-hmm, have Disney mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. whatever. But whenever there's a game on ESPNU or a situation like that where they put it on ESPN News and they're like, oh, it's on the app, I still can't access it. That's weird. Yeah. 
because it says like it's my with my network or whatever. But to me, you should be able to access it. Yeah, well, I get ESPN, ESPN Plus, but if there's something on you or news, I can't get it. Yeah, correct. Well, it's a bummer. It is frustrating. Uh, I, I, I get them all. Plus, there's about three or four channels that they have as access channels, additional channels that say, you know, most of the time they say there's nothing on this channel. But like a lot of times on Saturday, there will be some of those bas- obscure basketball yeah. games that are, I mean, so I may get seven or eight ESPNs. You know, on Saturday, so no, I, no, I, I, I get it. It's just finding it, you know. And I gotta have them direct me to it. Hey, you know, this game is starting on on mm-hmm. you, or this one's starting on news, or whatever, whatever it is. So anyway, it was a heck of a game. We're gonna get into it. Brandon Salise is gonna join us a little later on too, uh, from RedRaiderSports.com. Want to get his thoughts just on the whole thing. I know Chris Beard downplayed it after the game, and, and, and you know he's supposed to downplay it after the game. I mean. It, but he did exactly what he was supposed to do. But uh, he said, this wasn't about me. But make no mistake about it. It certainly was. It certainly was. There's no question. I mean, they're going to draw a good crowd, but they, they, they were. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Correct. Right. <laughs> right. No question. Uh, all right, seven oh nine. We'll get into that today. Scott Drew's gonna. We're gonna visit with Scott Drew, Bigler Bear head coach, after their win on Monday night, and look ahead to the Kansas game on Saturday. So he'll be with us around seven forty-five today. Uh, we'll also visit with Josh Neighbors from the uh, Big Twelve podcast, uh, Locked On Big Twelve. We'll do that today, and we'll talk some TCU hoops. Boy, they are on a on a little roll. Stephen Simcox is going to join us uh, in uh, in talk some TCU Horn Frogs. Uh, coming up uh, a little later on in the program. It's National Signing Day. Garrett, you got your eye on this? Not any, any, <sighs> any major, anything going to happen today that's going to that's gonna stop us in our tracks? I don't think you're going to see anything major that's going to happen. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to have some signings here and there. But for the most part, the, the, your key headline guys have already signed during the early signing period. And uh, so that, that's where we're at right now. And it, when you look at Baylor, I don't think you're going to have any major moves. Um, or really any of uh, the Texas teams in general. So, like we talked a little bit yesterday, the the early signing period has taken away from what this used to be. It, it has, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of unfortunate because you used to kind of get jazzed up about about National Signing Day. And, and then, Ward, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow at 9 a.m. is the unveiling of the new districts. And, and, and it's – Look, we're scheduled to be over at the Region 12 Service Center to mm-hmm. to to broadcast live and talk to coaches and administrators and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I'm not sure it's going to happen because of the potential of the uh, inclement weather. Yeah, it may not. There may not be the gathering, but there will be gathering somewhere. You know there will be, <laughs> uh, even if they have to do it virtually. You know, and have district because they'll immediately have district meetings. Yep. They'll, they'll 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 start drawing numbers to see who pairs. You know. To, uh, who plays who in in week one, week two of district play? All that stuff that happens. All that happens tomorrow. Uh, so it's a really cool event. We were going to be there broadcasting live. Still may if they hold it, we'll be there. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. But uh, it, wouldn't it be great if Mother Nature cooperated with us just this once? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would. And, it, and, and a, not hammer us with the ice. It's a great event, and I, I enjoy going each and every year to whichever location that I might be at it, it it's so much fun to watch these coaches and we've mentioned it before but 
You know, it, it's like the New York Stock Exchange floor. I mean, they yeah. there there's there's some that are elated and some that are shocked <laughs> and some that are not real happy about the situation, but they start scrambling in a hurry. Yeah, I mean, you're right. For some, this is this is great news. For some, it's not so great news, and and some it's like, okay, this again. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's kind of like the 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 house slippers for Christmas. You know, I ain't getting those again. Okay. <laughs> But then there's some, oh, look, look what I got. And then there's like, really? Really? I got to do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So There'll be some of those. Oh, I promise. So we'll, uh, we're, we're aiming to be there tomorrow morning. And as you mentioned, this, this area, Central Texas, may be, other than West Texas, West Texas is always affected. So they're used to it just because of all they're trying to figure out is, Okay, how many buses do we need and how far do we have That's to go? Right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, they they know that. They just don't know the distance that they're going to have to go. So it's yeah. always kind of that way in West Texas. Metroplex, it's just kind of, okay, who am I going to get matched up with and where am I going to go? Like a shuffling. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. yeah. But yeah. this year in Central Texas, Ooh. there's I, I'm expecting a big shakeup. Oh, it's going to be major. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. It's not only a shakeup of who you're playing, but what direction you're going. You, I, I, Bryce Cherry wrote an article in in the Waco Tribune Herald, you know, doing a little guesstimation, mm-hmm. and he's that's basically the same thing he talked about. What we talked about yesterday is is Midway headed north? Is Midway headed south? Is Waco High and University headed north? Are they? I mean, there's it, there's there's all these questions, mm-hmm. you know, and do you put people back? where they were prior to two years ago, where they're a little more comfortable. Look, Midway always played South, right? I mean, they always played with the Temples and the Coves. And do you? And then you shuffled them up to DeSoto, Duncanville, and Cedar Hill and all that stuff. Do you well, shuffle, they, do you they shuffle they them back? That, yeah, I don't know. I, I, that's going to be real interesting. You know, and, and Temple going up to 6A a few years ago kind of made that a natural fit, what mm-hmm. you're talking about, mm-hmm. putting them in there. And even before then, they were still in with the clean schools in Compress yeah. Cove and those types. But then Temple jumped in, and that made it a solid district. Um, now, I mean, I, I just, you know, with the biggest thing that's going to kind of shake up that level, and I think, you know, from 6A all the way down to 2A, there's going to be some really mm-hmm. big moves. Absolutely. But the thing that's really shaking this up, that you just now you really really have no idea what's going to happen is because of the clean schools. Yep. That's that's the common denominator in this whole thing at the large schools level. And the addition of Lake Belton too. You've got to putting them into the mix. Where are they going? Who do they fit in with? Where do you slide yeah, are, those are guys in? Because that's a brand new school. Mm-hmm. They are they're going to be a five A D one. So it's really going to come down to when you look at the Colleen schools, how many of them are D one compared to D two? Yeah, right. that, that's the real wrinkle in all that. I think that Morton, I wouldn't be surprised if, if regarding Lake Belton, looking at them get thrown in the mix with like College Station and, and some of them. And I think you'll see a lot of uh, common districts when it comes to basketball and and in spring sports right. because you're able, everybody's able to play together and you're able to put all those schools together. But when it comes to football and well, you're and you're and you're you're dividing them up, you know, two way through five A, you're dividing up prior to. Uh, that's where that's where it's going to get a little little mm-hmm. dicey, I think. Yeah. 
So we'll find out. All right, 7.15. Uh, we're running late. we got to get to the break. We're coming right back to talk some basketball. We'll do it next right here on Game Time. This hour presented in part by Goodfeet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Tom Ward and Garrett in our Alan Samuel Studios. And we're right back with more in a moment. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies with rain likely today, especially this afternoon with highs topping out at 59. Tonight, a winter storm watch and a winter storm warning go in effect for our area as our rain transitions over to some freezing rain and sleet. Lows drop to 27 and freezing rain and sleet in the forecast on Thursday with highs near 30. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any change in the weather. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home in the Farrell Center Wednesday evening hosting Oklahoma. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. And now, a Best Fiends affirmation. You've reached level 3,422 by playing Best Fiends, the five-star rated puzzle game, at work. It's kind of like you get paid to play Best Fiends. So, if you think about it, that makes you a professional esports athlete. You are elite. Download Best Fiends for free from the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Play Best Fiends. Download free. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and Western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes.
All right, Wednesday morning, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. All right, uh, Ward, let's start with you. This is this is your deal. Uh, what was what was your uh, what was your just your overall impressions of the atmosphere, the game, and just your big takeaway from from that Big Twelve matchup last night? I thought last night was one of the best atmosphere I've seen in college basketball in a long time. I and and it, I boy. It, I may get drugged through the snow, I guess you could say at this point, but <laughs> I think it rivaled Allen Fieldhouse. I mean, I really do. I think you're one hundred percent correct. I, I think it was that loud. I, it, you just don't see that on a common basis anywhere. And you know, they were basketball savvy. They knew when to step up and they knew when to not. I mean, it, you know, hats off to that crowd last night. Uh, as far as the game went, look, I, I think. Texas Tech is is playing at a very high level right now, and we were talking about it in the break. I, that that's one of the best defensives I've seen on a basketball court in a long time. They're big, they're strong, uh, and, and they'll lean on you until they until they break you. and And that was the takeaway that I got. That I did not realize just how well they could play defense, and I it's one of the best defenses I've seen in, in a while. Now, you know, I, you you might need a larger sample size, but you know, as far as just over the last three or four ball games, this defense is smothering. They're really, really good defensively, and if you can play defense at this level, that can take you a ways. They're in third place in the conference, but they have wins over the top two teams already, mm-hmm. uh, and, and one of them on the road. They they came to Waco and won. Right. Uh, so that's that's a huge feather in the cap. It, they are big and they are physical when mm-hmm. it comes. To playing That's defense. what I mean. They yeah. lean on you, they, and they, you know, by the four, by not fourth quarter, by by the middle of the second half, you could see Texas was dragging just a little bit. Oh yeah. I for me, I, I thought the crowd was fantastic, you know, and but when you look, you tell it meant more to the students than the actual players, other than Santos Silva, because mm-hmm. when and we talked about it a little bit, when you look at the Tech roster, a lot of those guys didn't play for beer. You know, mm-hmm. so they didn't have that same. There was a lot of transfers. Yeah, there. there was a lot of transfers, so they didn't have that same you know mentality. But when you look at Santos Silva, he was all over the. It meant a lot to him, you know, and he left it all on the court. Yeah, it was about the fan base and the student body, mm-hmm. uh, and they were. And look, they were loud. They were proud. They were engaged, and it wasn't. It didn't wear off, you know, because that's what I thought, and that's what I said yesterday. Hey, Texas, weather the first five minutes. Yeah, and, and then quiet settle down, in, it'll yeah, be okay. then, then it'll settle in and be a, a Big Twelve college basketball game. Did not do that, boy. It was it was postseason type atmosphere. That's a good point. Uh, it, it was. I mean, it and it was again. I, I you know when when something happened with about thirty five seconds, they went nuts, and I'm like, okay, the game's over. You've won. Uh, but I look fifteen thousand and jam packed and. Biggest I, crowd I, in the history of the United States. It was just Center. a cool night. It was just a yeah. cool night in the Big 12. It, it was, And for us, you know, we didn't have a dog in the hunt. Uh, I Some just of didn't. Us. Huh? Some yeah, of us. I know. One of us did. <laughs> uh, just to sit back and just watch that and enjoy that, that was fun. 
I enjoyed it. Did I anybody, thoroughly enjoyed it. Did anybody think like how bad it probably stunk in there with those people not taking showers, just sleeping in tents for like three <laughs> days? Dude, that, that no. body, it had to rink in that place. Not until now, Garrett. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Not You're until welcome. not until this very moment did that cross my mind. Maybe I they did. hosed them down like, before man, they let them in. Smell bad. <laughs> oh boy, maybe they hosed them down before they let them in. I. <laughs> <laughs> Who says that? I, I, I'm just going to look. It, it was an observation. I just thought I would share. Yeah. It's it, pretty good one. Yeah, it's an observation. All right. They all got new shirts when they walked in the See, door. There so. Well, there's, there there's you a go. bright spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were there for a while, weren't they? <laughs> Since halftime of Saturday's yeah. game. That's unbelievable. It That's is. Right. It really is I unbelievable. Mean, they started. It was like, what they say? 5,000 of them? Uh, the students were camping. I, yeah, I don't know how many. I, no. I never saw a number, but there was a ton of them. Oh yeah, it was. You it, know, and look, part of it was part of it was to be able to get into the game, which they all didn't. They right. may have, but I, I don't know that they all even wanted to go to the game. It was the hey, uh, we can camp out and be a part of this and not go to class. Yeah, I'm in. It's a party. <laughs> Did I see that there was a GoFundMe account that was set up? Yeah, they raised over $10,000 to give them snacks and blankets. How about that? Yeah. That's All those them. tacos. I love that. See a Joey McGuire. Joey McGuire passing, passing out tacos. Out tacos. <laughs> How great is that? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just, that's that's a memory those kids will never oh, yeah. forget. That's awesome. And at the end of the day, it was a Big 12 basketball game. Mm-hmm. It counts as one. You right. know, counts as one win for Tech. It counts as one loss for uh, for Texas now, uh, how do you respond coming off of that if you're Tech? I mean, because look, that I mean, that's that, an emotional high. Oh, you think? I mean, that was that was that was a raucous little situation. Well, it, it could so. go one of two ways. I mean, it can go to where you know that kind of vaults you forward mm-hmm. through the rest of the schedule to the second half of of the Big Twelve schedule, or you could leave it there in the arena. So I, you know, I you just don't know in this game, how that happens. And it, and it's, it goes back to the same thing. You know, Texas has to throw that one away and, and understand that, you know, we were in a, a hostile environment and we may not have played our best game, but we better get ready because we got another one on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, the crazy thing in that game is Texas Tech could never deliver the dagger. It was eight and eight. It'd get to 11. It'd get to 12, and then it'd be back to seven or eight. But on the flip side – Texas couldn't get it any closer to, you know, than like eight points. I mean, right. when they would make that run to, to, to get back in the game, they couldn't get that one basket to get it to five or six, you know, where it's a two-possession game. And Just that goes back to the – Could not do it the whole night. And it goes back to basketball. Yeah, I mean, what do we say all the time about basketball? You've got to be able to survive runs. Yeah. And especially on your home court because the other team's going to make a run. And more times than not, they're going to make that run. If you can survive those runs – and come out on the other side of it, it gives you a great opportunity to win a basketball game. So, uh, We'll talk more about it coming up in a few minutes. Brandon Salise from the uh, from uh, RedRaidersSports.com is going to join us in a few minutes. Don't forget, we also have basketball tonight. Hottest team in the Big 12, Baylor women. Uh, they are in action tonight against Oklahoma. We'll have the broadcast beginning at 6.30 and the tip at 7. This is a Baylor team that started 0-2 and when you looked at the standings, they're sitting at the bottom of the of the standings in last place at 0-2. And, and, you know, everybody, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. And then, you know, three weeks later, they've won five in a row and they've moved right up the Big 12 Conference food chain into, uh, into, into the third place position. And all's right with the world. 
I feel like that's one of those things where you got to give Nikki Collin time. Like I, when you're repl- I don't care who you are. Like think about Duke, the Duke situation, right? When you the next guy is stepping up to replace Coach K, mm-hmm. you know the the weight of the world's on their shoulders. And I think that while you took some losses early on in Big Twelve play, and a lot of people in this area are not familiar with that, it makes them uncomfortable. There's no need to panic and start the fire, Nikki stuff. That was ridiculous. Look, well, you got to give her time to, to get adapted. Get a rhythm going, and they're going to be perfectly fine. You're playing in a tough league, and your basketball team was suffering from COVID. I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, you were just trying to find healthy bodies to put on the floor. Plus, it's a thin roster in a way. We've talked about that a million times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, they're, they're, but look, this, this team right now is 15-4, and four, winners of five in a row. They're fine. And they got Oklahoma tonight, 6.30 for the pregame and the tip at 7 o'clock. And we'll have it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Look forward to it tonight as the uh, Baylor women take on Oklahoma. All right, it is uh, 7.28. We will uh, step aside, and when we come back, we'll visit with Brandon Salise from RedRaiderSports.com. Get his thoughts on last night at uh, at the grocery store or United Supermarkets Arena. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. The great Tony Caridi, the voice of the Mountaineers. This doesn't translate well on radio, but I texted you a picture. What's, what's your first thought when you see uh, that man with me in that picture? I thought, it, I said like, it looked like someone took Bob Huggins' head and put it onto a different person's <laughs> body with a Baylor warm-up. That's, That's right. That's right. And I know all of Huggs' brothers, and I said, it looks like one of Huggs' brothers. And actually, this guy looks more like Huggs' brother than Huggs' brothers do. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, that is Henry Witt Jr. He runs Affiliated Auto Glass. It's on the circle here in Waco. And he is maybe not the spitting image of Bob Huggins, but but like he could be his brother. I mean, it could absolutely be his brother. The voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you at Slovacek You'll love our sausage. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. 
Our factory trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Basketball in Waco today includes a men's and women's doubleheader at the Highlands beginning at 2 o'clock as MCC hosts Southwestern Christian. Tonight at 7, the Baylor women host Oklahoma at the Farrell Center, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores has filed a class action discrimination suit against three NFL teams and the league. The suit claims the NFL, quote, remains rife with racism, unquote. Baseball talks continued for 90 minutes yesterday with some movement toward an agreement. The players and owners meet again today to discuss non-economic issues. Baylor outfielder Jared McKenzie has earned consensus preseason All-America honors. The Round Rock sophomore has been selected by four different rating services and was a unanimous choice for preseason All-Big 12. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's 732. Welcome back into the program. Game time presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, Tom Ward, Garrett. We're glad you're with us. And from uh, RedRaiderSports.com, we welcome into the program Brandon Salise. Brandon, good morning. Tell us about the atmosphere last night. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's uh, unmatched uh, record attendance, 15,300 into the arena last night. Uh, students camped out Saturday. Um, it, it was wild. There's a lot of students that actually were I guess told that they couldn't get inside the arena, so a lot of them stuck around in in the cold and watched it from outside the the arena there. But inside, the energy was incredible. Um, the team really, really, really fed off of that, and they were they were interacting with the crowd. And, and, and surprisingly, you know, no technicals, um, nothing, nothing really bad happened. I think they were towards the end when the buzzer, uh, when the buzzer went off, I think somebody might have might have thrown something. But besides that, um, you know, pretty pretty much a I solved the crowd for Texas Tech, which was kind of surprising, just because they, you know, they thought they'd be a little bit more rowdy with the throwing things, probably, or you know, just just kind of in, in that realm. But but um, amazing atmosphere. I've never seen anything like it. And uh, a lot of Twitter folks, including Jeff Goodman, um, some of those guys are just um, blown away by how Texas Tech just came out and just you know got behind the Red Raiders. Is this something you think might carry on after even Chris Beard not being in the arena, or was this a one-time deal for the Red Raider fans? You know, I was, I was kind of thinking about that after the game on the walk, you know, to the car and stuff um, late at night. Uh, everybody was already packed up and gone, basically. Um, I, I feel like every time he's going to be in, around until they you know, make that move to the SEC or whatever happens, um, I, I believe that they might do this every time he gets here just to kind of make it a thing. But, um, you know, and then – you know, you still got you still got Baylor here. Um, I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm honestly kind of feeling like it probably won't happen, but um, maybe something a little smaller. Um, you know, because I think sometimes things can get a little bit out of control, especially you know, over the weekend with the camping and you know just everything that kind of goes around all that stuff. But um, I know that the, a lot of the fans they loved it. They wish they could have that for for every game. And right now, you know, you're 14 and 0 at home, and uh, it definitely helps them. So um, we'll see. But uh, just from from my point of view, I don't really think they 
I don't, I don't really see it happening until uh, Chris Beard probably walks in those doors again. What were your thoughts on the play of uh, Santos Silva last night? He really looked like he fed it off that energy. You know, this is a guy that was close to Beard. When you look at a lot of the, the roster for Texas Tech, these guys are transfers, but Silva was a Beard guy. Yeah, yeah, no, and uh, that was something, you know, we paid attention to going into this one. Uh, him, Kevin McCullough, Terrence Shanner Jr., you know, they're very familiar with him, obviously, um, playing for him and sitting up for him. And, you know, and Marcus was just kind of all over the all over the court, just playing scrappy. Uh, Coach Beard even mentioned that, uh, you know, that he knew he knew that the kind of player that Marcus is, and he wasn't surprised at all about how he how he helped the team. And um, I think uh, Beard hit it on the on the head there that they um, that good teams have great individual performances and Tech three of their you know four best players um, T.J. Shannon there missed the came at, coming in late to the game but three of their four best players um having just great individual performances and he included um you know Marcus Santos Silva in that mix of just being scrappy and just doing what he does and how he knows he how he plays so you know they they just um they they hit on all cylinders and it was really nice to see Marcus kind of kind of do that because he has improved over the last few games after you know struggling a little bit there um at the beginning of big 12 play you obviously saw the game last night and you were there uh what was your takeaway on texas what did you think after seeing 40 minutes of basketball what uh what was the mo on texas in your opinion yeah that that's a good question because um you know i think they're 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 a veteran group obviously they're their experienced group and trey mitchell one of the best uh, transfers, the best transfer off that portal last year, and just um, kind of seeing how they they were, they were just kind of shut down. I think the I think they might have been a little bit surprised actually about how good that Texas Tech defense actually was. Uh, they really couldn't get the ball moving as much as they really really wanted to. And then um, Marcus Carr said after the game that um, you know growing up that's um, that environment that they were in that's something they really really wanted to. Um, you know, when you when you're growing up, that's something that's something you want to play in front of every you know Saturday or in the NBA, or whatever the level might be. Um, he said they weren't really caught off guard by it, but I think they might have been a little bit a little bit rattled. Um, I think just kind of going in, they they knew how big this game was for for their coach, and from his words, uh, Carr's words, that they they were prepared just to kind of go out there and do it, and they just didn't really execute uh, turnovers, uh, no free throws in the entire first half. Um, I just think they just kind of just failed on the on the execution part of things, and you know, and they, they looked like a good team. They made their runs, they made it a little close, but I just think they're they're not over that hump. Maybe maybe similar to what uh, you know, kind of Coach Beard was, um, you know, like his third year or whatever it might, the second or third year where where he just kind of you know took a step back in production a little bit, but. But nonetheless, I think they, I think uh, just kind of a mixture of all those things I just kind of hit on just kind of maybe played a factor into them not really being able to kind of catch up completely with the Red Raiders, even though they had their moments. Brandon, how good is this defense, and can it be consistent? Yeah, I think it can be consistent. And uh, it was something that you kind of saw um, throughout the, the entire roster. Uh, Clarence Nadolny has grown on me personally. Uh, a ton this season with his defense. Kevin McCuller has always been a great defender. We've known that. And um, Marcus Santos Silva, surprisingly, has been a great perimeter uh, defender out there for them. So um, the Mark Adams defense, everybody knew whenever he took the job and whenever Coach Beard left April 1st, that that defense was still going to be one of the best in the country, if not the best. So I think they've really hit their groove now. And, you know, they got Baylor still on the home schedule coming up. and 
a few of these other, you know, scrappy teams that they got to really get to. So we'll see how they kind of keep it going. I think right now they're really hitting on all those cylinders. I think they, they look really, really good on defense, and I can see it continuing. Brandon, what were your thoughts when uh, Chris Beard had some fun there and threw Avery Benson into the game? Oh, that was a that was a wild moment because he threw him in there pretty pretty early too. Early and yes, yeah, super early. And I don't know, you know, really if there was anything you know behind that or anything. That probably would have been a great question to ask, coach. But yeah, the just to, just to hear how loud it was whenever that happened, and then when he took that three that wide open three and then just missed it. Um, it, it was insane. It was it was something I've never experienced before. So, um, and and I, Avery's been that guy for Texas Tech back in the past. That we he was an energy guy, and um, you know, in every single Texas Longhorn basketball game, maybe he's the same kind of guy there, and maybe that's what he was trying to trying to get done. But uh, I know the the fans uh, love to see him out there. Just the the amount of booze was just um, it was insane. All right, let's uh, let's switch gears. Talk a little football real quick. Uh, National Signing Day. Does uh, Coach McGuire have something up his sleeve, or is is this going to be kind of a quiet day in Lubbock? No, I think it it might be maybe a little quiet here in Lubbock. Um, I know he's landed a ton of guys already. That um, you know, I forgot the sound off the top of my head, but um, he's landed you know some four star guys already that I think combined the past two guys really haven't really even hit on. So I think he's already kind of done his thing and. I would be surprised if they land a couple guys or anything, but um, I think it might be pretty quiet around here, especially with him being there last night with Ric Flair and stuff. So he might he might be uh, he might be a little down today, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he had something up his sleeve. But um, I think they might be might be done here for for this class. How exciting are the students and the fan base for Joey McGuire? You mentioned that he was there with Ric Flair last night. He also brought tacos to the students. I, it, I mean, it looks like he is very engaged with this student body. I, is that just something that we're seeing a little glimpse of or just how engaged is he with this student body? No, he's, he's, uh, he's probably incredible. I think, you know, I've been through three, three head coaches now with uh, Cliff Kingsbury and Matt Wells and now Joey. Um, his energy is just a little different. He's more West Texas. If that uh, if you've been to West Texas, kind of you know, how these folks – you know, work around here. He's just engaged. Uh, he's tough. He's he's so far he's keeping his word on a lot of things that he's already set up, especially with recruiting wise. Um, the staff he's built, and then just knowing the West, the Texas high schools, and that's really shown on social media. And just his energy is just uh, unmatched. Whenever he went out there last night, uh, whenever he's around anything, um, he's very personable with everybody, and he's just he fit he's fitting the culture of what you have in or what you honestly had in Chris Beard when he was here, now Coach Adams, uh, Coach Tim Tadlock, Coach Kitley, just kind of all these coaches around Texas that he fits in very well with all those guys and all those personalities. And uh, I think the I think that's one thing that the fans around Lubbock just love about him is the fact that he can relate to him a little bit and he can you know, just go out there and have all this energy every single time. I think that's something they wanted. They want to see on the sidelines as well. So um, I think he's just – I think Kirby, whenever he hired him, made a super solid hire just to match the personalities of the other successful coaches that they already have on campus. So um, I think the students probably, whenever he was hired going in, probably didn't really know his name or anything, but now they're definitely getting to know who Joey McGuire really is. Hey, Brandon, what are you, uh, what are you working on for RedRaiderSports.com? Oh, we got uh, baseball coming up. Like I mentioned with uh, Tim Tadlock, so we're getting – 
ready to tackle that and still obviously uh, late late in the season for basketball so we'll be uh, getting ahead for you know both of those at that good time and then once basketball's over we'll be focused on shifting to strictly baseball so and then um you know some spring stuff for football once that comes up but um it's going to be some more exciting times for this, uh, for this baseball team they were there last night so uh, in full force for the game. So just focusing on that Tadlock group is the, is the next mission. All right. Hey, appreciate your time as always, Brandon. Uh, that is Brandon sure. Salise from, from the uh, RedRaiderSports.com. It is 743. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we are going to uh, have our weekly visit with Coach Scott Drew. We'll do that for you here in just a couple of minutes. We'll look back to the uh, win on Monday night and look ahead to the uh, the big trip to Allen Fieldhouse in, uh, in Lawrence on Saturday. So that's coming up in just a couple of minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas. Right now, let's talk about City Ranch Boot Company. And uh, City Ranch Boot Company, this is, this is a deal where – Look, you want you want a brand new pair of boots, custom made to your specifications. You can get that done at City Ranch Boot Company, and it's not just boots. They can do a belt, they can do a wallet, they can do a handbag. I mean, it's leather goods. If if, if it's leather goods, then Jay Kelly and his team are going to get it done for you. What you do is it's a pretty simple process. You pick the skin, you uh, you choose your design, and then you let them create that perfect pair a boots or a belt or a wall or whatever the case may be. You see, Jay Kelly and his team have over 30 years in the leather industry, and they know what they're doing. This team is a lot of family members. So, I mean, this, it's a cohesive unit, if you know what I mean. Hey, they, uh, you, can, you can design your boots, or you can sh- work right off the, the shelf if you so choose. And, and maybe, uh, maybe there's a wedding coming up, and you want to get the bride and groom a pair of matching boots, or maybe the wedding party a uh, a uh, pair of matching boots. You could certainly do that. You can put a company logo on there, and I keep waiting for Ward to do that for me. Uh, you, there's all kinds of things that you could do. Maybe it's a maybe it's, you're, you're, you've got a sales incentive program going on, and, and maybe the top salesman's going to get a pair of boots or or a or a handbag or or a wallet with with the company logo on it. It's it's that's that's kind of what we're talking about here. City Ranch Boot Company, custom design, locally owned, family operated. And made right here in Texas. They're at 1027, I beg your pardon, 10267 North River Crossing. That's just off Highway 6 and 185 next to the Joko building. So when you get out Highway 6 and you get to the red light, you hang a left to go to Crawford, you hang a right to go to China Spring, make that right, and then it'll be out on your left. You can give them a call at 254-855-7225. You can check them out on Facebook or Instagram, and you can check them out on their website. It's cityranchboot.com. That's cityranchboot.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'm not saying he hasn't been critical of coaches at times, but for him to be that overt, you know, saying it's a pet peeve, it seems to be almost a direct reaction to what Mike McCarthy was saying the other day, like, hey, we're going to work on this in the offseason. Oh, this is going to be something we get done. Well, he didn't like hearing that. Jerry didn't. And he was pretty direct with it. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here, and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at universalwindowscentraltexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Basketball in Waco today includes a men's and women's doubleheader at the Highlands beginning at 2 o'clock as MCC hosts Southwestern Christian. Tonight at 7, the Baylor women host Oklahoma at the Farrell Center, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores has filed a class action discrimination suit against three NFL teams and the league. The suit claims the NFL, quote, remains rife with racism, unquote. Baseball talks continued for 90 minutes yesterday with some movement toward an agreement. The players and owners meet again today to discuss non-economic issues. Baylor outfielder Jared McKenzie has earned consensus preseason All-America honors. The Round Rock sophomore has been selected by four different rating services and was a unanimous choice for preseason All-Big 12. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for our weekly visit with Bears head coach Scott Drew on ESPN Central Texas. We're back on game day, ESPN Central Texas, Tom Barfield, Ward White, Garrett Ross, glad to have you with us. And we're joined now by Baylor head basketball coach Scott Drew. Coach, you were missing 26, 27 points in your lineup last night, but or, or, when, or uh, uh, Monday night, but somehow your basketball team found a way to get it done. I, 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 I suspect you got to be incredibly proud of, of the performance from your team. Yeah, tremendous, gritty, tough uh, effort, um, especially coming off uh, a tough loss Saturday and then uh, being down uh, a couple players, everybody stepped up. And then uh, West Virginia, you got to credit them. Uh, uh, I mean, they're obviously a good team and top 30, top 35 defense in the country, but they were making shots and uh, 
um, that that's what led to this losing streak because they hadn't been making a lot. And uh, I thought they really executed well on the offensive end. And uh, our guys just did a tremendous job persevering and uh, overcoming that uh, nine-point deficit and with about the 10-minute mark on. And uh, one thing that I think was consistent, if you want to see how hard the guys played, was uh, just uh, the rebounding numbers. And um, that normally uh, signifies effort and uh, I thought our guys did a great job on the glass, and that was that was the difference. You you mentioned uh, on the post game the uh, the other night about second chance opportunities and ch- second chance points, mm-hmm. and boy, your, your club was really good in that department. Yeah, t- whenever you can have a, a twenty four to two um, uh, advantage on the glass, uh, that's really saying something. So uh, that doesn't happen often in the Big Twelve, and when it does, you know a team's really played well. Talk a little bit about Dell Bonner for us, Coach. Uh, here's a kid that uh, that that gave you 36 minutes and played well the other night. Yeah, Dale's somebody that uh, uh, didn't come in with a lot of uh, recognition and accolades, similar to uh, Freddie Gillespie, and um, he, he's someone that's brought a great attitude each and every day to practice. He's wanted to get better. Um, if he plays, doesn't play, he's a great teammate. Um, but he has some God-given natural ability that uh, you can't teach. He's got great speed, um, athleticism, uh, quickness to stay in front of people. Defensively, he's really good. And then offensively, uh, he really took care of the basketball forces, zero turnovers. And last year, he did shoot 40% from three, so he, he can shoot the three. And this year, he hadn't shot it as well in games, but in practice, he has. You've been without without James and Ken Joe and, and you've been without Jeremy and, and now you're you're without LJ and, and Adam how has that changed what you want to do offensively and, and I guess defensively as well uh, <laughs> well um, uh, normally when you go into a season you have five or six guards uh, uh, and at least four at any given time and we're down to two scholarship guards, and obviously that means you're playing one scholarship guard at times in the game. And so now you're moving people that have never played a guard position to a guard position and uh, without practice and without having a chance to really uh, uh, do a lot. And I think everybody understands different sports, and, I mean, it's putting someone at quarterback that hadn't played quarterback. I mean, the playlist can't be long, and it had to be something that could be explained really quick and grasped really quick. and have at it from there. So he had to simplify a lot of stuff uh, in order to, to make things work. As as these this unfolds, can this make you a better basketball team? Almost definitely. Anytime someone's given an opportunity, they gain uh, uh, experience, um, hopefully confidence, and uh, they're a better player for it. We're a better team for it. And then at the same time, when you get players back, uh, I know they're excited to be back. I mean, uh, you don't really miss playing as much when you're playing all the time, and then all of a sudden you can't play, and you're really excited about it. It's kind of like um, being being away from work after uh, 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 a couple sick days. You're a lot more excited to get back to work than you were uh, when you just kind of took it for granted. Talk a little bit about uh... – Getting the ball inside. I know you guys, you're guard-oriented and you like to shoot the perimeter shot, but uh, with guards not available, you've had to take the ball down inside and and get points in the paint. Well, one thing is uh, the game is so much uh, uh, 
predicated on pick and rolls and and having bigs and Flo and John are elite ball screeners and uh, they've done a great job rolling. We've done a good job in the last couple of games hitting them, and that's that's helped uh, uh, bring in the defense, which gives you some good looks from the outside. And last night was a perfect example. I mean, I thought we had good looks from three. We didn't make as many as you'd like, and uh, we had pretty good looks from the free throw line. <laughs> we didn't make them as many as you'd like, but. Uh, that's why you got to do other things. So when you're not shooting it well, um, we always say control what you can control. And like our defense was tremendous uh, in some occasions, and they made a real tough shot. But I, I mean, we did everything we could up to that point. And um, I think uh, uh, our bigs and um, uh, their ability to roll and bring in the defense and uh, uh, make things easier for the perimeter. And then when you kick it out, now you got you're driving a closeout, so that gives you a chance to get to the rim also and uh we have some some very good finishers with the wings kendall matt and uh, uh jordan last night and jeremy coming off the uh the road loss saturday you had the quick turn uh was that a good thing uh to get back out there and, and get back on the horse so to speak well now that we won yes um, <laughs> <laughs> for coaches maybe not so much huh yeah, yeah, you, you, you know, players always rather play than practice. So they, they're, they're down with practice or playing as many games as possible. But um, when you, when you, when you lose a game, the sooner you can play and get that taste out, you want to do that. And then the, the really good thing though is it gives us a couple days now to recover, and that's uh, 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 hopefully get some uh, uh, guys that are banged up healthy because we got several that are playing that that are banged up and need, need some recovery and rest and treatment. And then, and then obviously try to get Adam and LJ back as soon as possible. I was going to ask, how do you list uh, Adam and LJ? Are they both kind of day to day? Yeah, both of them are day to day. So they can go once the pain allows them to go. So uh, coach prays every night, they wake up and are pain free and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of go, you're, you're on the road. And I, here we go. Coach, you're going to go play a tough uh, Big Twelve conference game. I know that's a surprise, but you're going to you're going to Kansas. You're going into Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence on Saturday. It, what a great atmosphere and what a great opportunity. Well, and and that's the great thing about being in the Big Twelve is is every venue is a great place and it's it's a it's a hostile arena. And um, now that you played a couple road games, and I tell you, um, Alabama was a great great game for us before going down Fieldhouse too because. Um, as people said, it was, it's, it was their Super Bowl. They had all their big football, basketball recruits there. Um, students were lined up, uh, an hour and 35 minutes before the game, uh, around the building. So, um, you, you got there and it was, it was a packed hostile environment and something that, that, you know, you'll get in Allen. So, um, you just been there, done that. So hopefully that helps with things too. When you look at Coach Self's team, uh, what do you see? What's the, what's the quick scouting report on on KU? Well, first first of all, uh, uh, Kansas always has tremendous uh, players, and then they always, uh, besides the talented players, they usually return players, and that's the key to any program success. And uh, Ochai is somebody that uh, uh, is most people's uh, first team All American for a reason. He's been unbelievable and outstanding. Um, and then McCormick inside is as good as any big man in the country. And then um, uh, Braun on the perimeter. Uh, I mean, you go up and down the list, uh, the, their seven, eight-man rotation is always going to be really good. Um, but the big thing is they return enough 
and then they always add uh, 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 talented players as well. And uh, Remy's been a little banged up, but uh, he was, I think, number two on the transfer list uh, behind um, uh, Marcus Carr at Texas. So um, they bring in good players. They retain good players. And obviously, Coach Self's a Hall of Fame coach for a reason. He does a great job, and uh, it's, a, it's a tough place to play. And um, that's why most, most teams go up there and, and lose, but uh, uh, not every time. And uh, that's why you play the game. And uh, two years ago, we had a great experience up there. I think it was two years ago. Hopefully, we can have another one. Coach, thanks. I appreciate the time. Uh, safe travels. In, enjoy yourself in Lawrence and go get a W, and we'll talk to you soon. That sounds great. And I tell you, the fans were outstanding yesterday. We needed all that energy to help uh, uh, get those guys across the finish line. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a gutsy, come-from-behind, shorthanded win for the Baylor Bears last night over West Virginia. We'll give you details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Kanek, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions and ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Recently on Game Time, from Blog of the Boys and ESPN San Antonio, R.J. Achoa. It's difficult to say anything other than that stems from Mike McCarthy. You know, Mike McCarthy even said they were up against more than just the 11 guys out there on the other side of the field. And so I put, you know, the lion's share of blame on him. But I also, I mean, obviously it goes on the players. And I think a lot of Cowboys fans don't want to come to terms with is It's their fault. They're not good enough. They were not good enough. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball back up to number nine in the nation, continuing a string of four games in nine days tonight. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? 
We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Tune in to Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm tonight for Baylor Women's Basketball here on ESPN Central Texas. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back on today's Baylor Sports Beat. You can make a strong case for Baylor women's basketball being the hottest team in the league right now. They have won five in a row to run their record to five and two in the Big 12 Conference, 15 and four overall, ranked number nine in the nation. Now Baylor on a string of playing four games in nine days that continues tonight against 18th-ranked Oklahoma in the Farrell Center and continues with two games against Texas Friday in Waco and Sunday in Austin. Here's Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin. I mean, there's a lot of good teams in this league, so I don't think this week is any different than last week. You know, we needed to win basketball games last week too, and so I think it, it comes down to you know, being motivated to, to beat OU because they got us the last time. And, you know, we have a chance to kind of even the series and, and uh, you know, continue to get better um, and show who we are. Um, and so, you know, I, I think Texas doesn't matter until we take care of OU. And then Kansas State doesn't matter until we play Texas. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of games and a fast and furious period. I don't think that anyone knew going into this season that that OU and Kansas State would be ranked in the top 25 um, or that even this game getting flipped around because of COVID, we were supposed to play TCU, you know, and they, they switched this game around. So, you know, it created this unique, um, you know, four games against ranked opponents in a row. Um, but I think, you know, when you play in the ACC and you play in the SEC, this is just what you do, you know, and I think it's just a, a testament to where the Big 12 is at this year. Nikki Collin and the Baylor women not only playing four games in nine days, but now three straight against top 25 opponents. That continues tonight against Oklahoma in the Farrell Center. On the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow, I'm John Morris. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. 
For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. Eight oh six. We welcome you back into the program. This is game time. Tom and Ward and Garrett. We're glad you're with us, and we are joined by Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked On Big Twelve. And Josh, big night in the Big Twelve last night as uh, Coach Chris Beard goes back to Lubbock. Red Raiders win the ball game, and uh, it was uh, it certainly appeared to be a fun atmosphere in uh, in Lubbock last night. Yeah, I thought Chris Beard handled it pretty well. Although there were there was some talk about before the game, or at least last night. There was um, some kind of disagreement, I guess, between Mark Adams and Chris Beard about maybe Mark Adams kind of, you know, not taking the high road and inciting the fans a bit. But to me, it was all fun. I actually thought uh, Chris Patola, who was doing the color commentary on ESPN, said a really funny thing earlier on. He goes, we need more hate and animosity in college basketball. (laughs) And really, like, it wasn't harmful. I I didn't think anything – Part of last night was harmful. I thought it was good fun. It was good competition. I think Chris Beard is right when he says this is life. This is what happens. Things change. I think the fans are right to be mad at him because there's argument that Texas Tech is a better basketball situation than Texas is. And maybe he just left for the Longhorn logo. And, you know, or maybe you think that he left, you know, because that's his alma mater. I, I think everybody here has a claim that they're right about. And I thought it made for an awesome atmosphere. I actually was pretty impressed with the way that Texas hung on, you know, hung on in that game as long as they did. I thought, you know, the line was a four. I jumped all over Texas Tech because they're just a much better basketball team. They hadn't lost at home. So I was actually pretty impressed with the way that Texas hung in in that environment um, and kind of, you know, kept that thing close there towards the very end. When you look at the Big 12 overall and, and the way that Tech is playing defense consistently, consistently right now, are they a legitimate contender to maybe sneak up and take this league? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I'm a producer at SiriusXM Big 12 Radio, and I got to credit my the main producer, Robert Robbie Triano. He, he's he been all over this. He said, I think Tech's going to win the league. And to me, it's, you know, I've said this to you guys too. Like, I think if Kansas gets it figured out, it's really like it's hard to beat a team that's got that much talent. But at this point in time, and that was really good for them last night over Iowa State. Um, but we saw him just get throttled uh, the other day against Kentucky at home. And that was with Oshai Baji, that was with, with Remy Martin, too. So, you know, I, I think they're clearly still figuring it out. And now we're in February. And the one thing for Tech that does concern me a little bit is that they don't have a true point guard, but I guess they make up for it with how much, you know, like you're giving up and uh, not having a true point guard, but you kind of make up for that. And the fact that you've got a bunch of dudes who are all above 6'6", six, six, and it makes it really hard on the defensive end of the floor or the offensive end, I should say, for other teams. So, I mean, I think there's no reason they can't win this league, um, especially a tournament setting. You know, if you can if you can crank up that defense on three straight days, you're going to be in, in great, sh- great shape. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, I, I think we know what Tech, Tech is. I think we know what they are as compared to a Baylor where we've seen it. We don't know if they can keep doing it consistently. You know, it's, there's kind of a, a question about that at this point in time. Like, I know what Tech is, and I know if they're playing at their top level, which 
seems that I mean, they play it pretty often. I would say they were close to top level against Kansas last week, and still, I know they gave them a great fight towards the very end, almost won that game. Uh, you know, I, I think they're good enough to not just win the Big 12, but I mean, they could go easily make a Final Four this year. Talking with Josh Neighbors of the Locked On Big 12 podcast. Josh, you mentioned Kansas there. You mentioned Baylor. Uh, the Bears are about to head up to uh, Lawrence this weekend. You know, Kansas, they don't lose at home, and you get embarrassed by Kentucky. Baylor is banged up, obviously, and they're more than likely – we don't know for sure, but they're more than likely going to not have their full roster available uh, once again this weekend. What are your thoughts on uh, Baylor headed up to Lawrence? Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see what both teams have because Baylor's not – you know, Baylor is dealing with, obviously, some injuries at this point in time. Kansas, uh, no Oshai, Baji, no Remy Martin last night. And that's huge for them because they're really trying to figure out what they should do with Remy Martin. They're trying to figure out, like, should we start him? Should we bring him off the bench? Is he the best part? You know, are, are we good enough with him, without him? They're trying to figure that out. And Baylor is trying to rediscover that form, basically, they had earlier in the season. They've done it in fits and spurts. But um, right now, I think they're not playing their best basketball. So it's a very curious situation because these are two top ten teams, and you feel like, hey, we're in February, but by hook or by crook, we're kind of in a spot where they're not Baylor and Kansas at peak efficiency right now. They're not what we think. So, you know, that, that makes the game a whole lot more interesting. And I think that kind of makes you lean towards KU because they are at home. But a pivotal game here because Kansas only has the one conference loss. Baylor has two. And so, you know, you could be in a situation where KU can take that two-game lead a lot of basketball left to play, but they might be able to start, you know, putting some distance between them and Baylor for that number one spot in the uh, in the conference. You bring up a great point. In your opinion, when when Baylor is healthy, and they were fifteen and zero, just how good is this team when they're when they've got all their complement of players? Yeah, I mean, it's like you can't bet against them when they were when they were on fire. And the funny part was, you know, the, the two losses were like these weird two losses at home, but, um, you know, they, they can still go shot for shot with teams, just not in the way they were last year. Like, you, you know, I, I kind of think that game against Alabama on Saturday was one of those where you think about last year's team, if they had Teague Butler and Mitchell, that's a shootout. And that's actually a game that Baylor probably wins just with talent on the outside. They just weren't hitting shots. They, they didn't have LJ Cryer. I, I know that that kind of hurt them. Uh, they made some poor decisions, I thought, with the basketball late in the game, a couple bad turnovers. So, you know, they can get that cleaned up. It's just – I mean, I, I'm impressed with how good they were early on, despite the fact they lost all those guys. I, I still think they're a Final Four contender at, if they're at 110%. But, you know, my question is, does the rubber meet the road later on in the season? Just because it's, it's so hard to win back-to-back, especially after you lose so many guys. So – Final four contender at their best, but the question is, will health slash quality of play permit them being that best in March? Who's the biggest surprise in the Big 12 as we get to the turning point for you? TCU. Uh, I, I really enjoyed watching TCU. The, you know, and I think Jamie Dixon with eight new guys. This transfer era in basketball, I know it's been there for a little bit, but it really does test the coach. On okay, how make how fast can you make your team coalesce? And so I know there was a bit of heat on Jamie Dixon after some of their performances in recent seasons, but now you get the eight guys, and this was the big test. And 
um, for them, you know, just to have guys across the board who are all stepping up and for them to play as well with Baugh and O'Bannon and Lampkin, all those guys, you know, being able to show up for them and, and, and play as well as they have. You know, they've won three of their last four. They beat Iowa State on the road the other day. Um, they beat LSU at home. They beat Oklahoma on the road. Now they've got Kansas State and Oklahoma State at home. So they've got a good chance to get themselves up towards the top of the Big 12. Do I think they end up winning? No, but right now they're 4-3, and three, a chance to be 6-3 and three as they head into you know mid-February, which uh, I'm not sure we thought was coming with TCU. Josh, you know, coming into this season, I, I don't think anybody would have doubted or questioned that the Big 12 was the best league uh, in college basketball. But And you kind of mentioned it there with the transfer portal. And when you look at the landscape right now and uh, look back on the Big 12 SEC challenge, the SEC takes that. Um, has, has the transfer portal created some parity? And where is the Big 12 when you look at the landscape of college basketball with the SEC on the rise and the Big 10 doing what they're doing? Yes, yeah, some people would like to tell you that the SEC is the best basketball conference because they won the challenge. The Big 12 is 9-7 and seven this season against the SEC. So if you want to take one day, sure, the SEC was better. But over the course of the entire season, the Big 12 has been uh, just a touch better at 9-7. and seven. Look, I think because the style of play in the Big 12, it, you know, the Big 10 to me last year, they had some issues because there was a lot of big man-centric play happening for a bunch of teams, you know, the Purdue's of the world, uh, you know, your Michigan's of the world, those are their top teams, and they were so big man dependent. Even Illinois still is with Kofi Coburn there in the middle. And so the question is, you know, does that kind of style translate? Well, in the Big 12, what you see is a whole lot of – you get a mixture of games. You get up and down games. You get some games that are in the 50s. You know, you can get the games that are in the 80s. You get that mixture, and there's different styles. And so, also, this is a point that Jay Billis likes to make, and I think he's right. Like, they let a lot go in the Big 12 in terms of officiating. I mean, it is a rough and tough league. Um, but it does toughen some teams up for the NCAA tournament. And uh, it's tougher because the whistles aren't the same. But these are, these are the toughest teams, and you kind of know they have the endurance, the stamina, the ability to deal with the top quality of basketball when we hit that in March. So, to me, it's still the best league, in my opinion. Um, and I think also the transfer portal stuff, the Big 12 schools have done a really good job of getting themselves, I mean, great transfers. And like, guy like Jalen Coleman Land comes off the bench for Kansas, which is pretty crazy. Joseph Yesesu comes off the bench for Kansas most times. Uh, you know, Remy Martin has started to come off the bench. Just shows the quality already in the conference, but also the ability to get guys. And also people like Kevin O'Banner, too. Guys want to come play and test their mill in the best conference in America, which I love to see. Let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, I want to talk uh, as you know today's National Signing Day. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about NIL. In your opinion, as we move forward with NIL, is this going to create more of a have and have not? As there's going to be those certain institutions that are going to be able to help provide that NIL money, and there's going to be some that will not be able to help provide those same kind of dollars. And is that going to, is that going to create an even bigger separation in your opinion? Well, to me, there's always been uh, some, there's always been inequality. And I think, I think we always, we always know that with, with college football, this just kind of puts the inequality above board, if you will. Now I know it's not all above board because the way that's being done, you know, but nobody's enforcing the rules. So I guess, it's all fine uh, at this point in time. But I know Lane Kiffin made the comment yesterday that, you know, hey, does A&M have to pay luxury tax uh, <laughs> because of the cost of this roster they got coming in? 
you know, to me, it's going to, it's going to create inequality. The big thing that we need, and I'm going to keep banging this drum is the college football playoff expansion with automatic qualifiers, just because the only, the only way you're going to get this more even is if the schools are directly getting more money, the conferences are getting, getting directly more money for their appearances, which they're basically guaranteed to get right. Automatic qualifiers guarantees appearances for conferences, for teams. We get new logos, new helmets. I don't, you know, I don't care if they get smacked around in the, in the, the playoff. They're getting the money, and the money translates to more support staff. The money translates, you know, in, in the program. Also, if you're if you're in the playoff or whatever, the money outside the program is going to come as well too. That that's really what we have to fix, I think, before we concern ourselves because the, the NIL money is really only going to come to the top top kids. And it's always been doing, I mean, the money has always been coming to the top, top kids. But the best way to fix that is by expanding which teams are on the biggest stages. That way kids might say, oh, well, you know, I, I might go there. And also hopefully there's some NIL money in it for them wherever they go. Um, to me, that's the way to fix it. But, yeah, I, I think this is just more, uh, the, the inequality is now more above board than it was in the past is really my take on it. Yeah, the expansion thing, I could not agree with you more. Hey, Josh, what are you working on right now for uh, for the podcast? Yeah, we're about to have our, our episode actually about to drop right now. It's about Caleb Williams finally deciding to go to USC. Caleb Williams' watch is officially over. And then also we're going to talk some Big 12 hoops this week as well. Hey, that is perfect. We, we appreciate your time as always, Josh. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Yep, talk to you guys next week. You bet. Uh, Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. Look forward to visiting with him each and every week as we get up to speed on what's going on in the conference. 819 and uh, coming up on the John Moore Show this afternoon at 3 o'clock, Brooke Bednars from Baylor Vision is going to join John. They're going to talk about National Women and Girls in Sports Day. So that'll be coming up this afternoon uh, at 3 o'clock on the John Moores program. Our 8 o'clock hour this morning, as always, brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, where you can elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest. They're now hiring a hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Stop by 7601 Imperial Drive to apply. On the way, we'll continue talking about uh, – at National Signing Day, we're going to talk about uh, some coaching moves, and we got all kinds of college football stuff coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies with rain likely today, especially this afternoon with highs topping out at 59. Tonight, a winter storm watch and a winter storm warning going effect for our area as our rain transitions over to some freezing rain and sleet. Lows drop to 27 and freezing rain and sleet in the forecast on Thursday with highs near 30. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Postponed until February 10th. Come and hear men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling coach Felicia Mulkey. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics. ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready. We are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. 
case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. And a lot of people when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect, Universal Windows Direct. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Kanek, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. All right, take 24. Welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. All right. Uh, I, I, I want to throw this out for, for conversation. Uh, Kevin Steele, former Baylor football coach, Kevin Steele, uh, has worked all over the country as a uh, defensive coordinator, mainly on the, on the East Coast, in the, a lot in the SEC. He is now going to be the defensive coordinator of the Miami Hurricanes. And I bring that up because, Ward, Steele went to work at Maryland on Friday as the defensive coordinator. And now he's leaving to go to Miami. If if we don't want kids jumping ship through the portal and, and just diving, you know, then these coaches can't do that either. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I agree to a certain extent. And then on the other side of it, these kids are not supposed to be professionals and they're not supposed to be going after money. But now that we've done the NIL that changes the whole game. Uh, and look, it may have been a situation where, okay, I'm, I'm in Maryland and then Miami backs the truck up for you. And it, it changes your financial plans for your family. You don't have to worry about anything. You can't blame the guy. He's got to go. You know, if it's just a lateral move, then you kind of go, okay, that's kind of, cheesy but they haven't even started anything you know he, he wasn't in the middle of spring training no i get and he bailed it. i get all that uh but you know don't take you, the job 
you know. Wait well, a couple of days. Well, maybe Miami didn't call him before then. You don't know. I mean, I don't no, know. No, I, I, we don't know, but I know this. I see what you're saying. It, 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 it has a ugly look when you say, you know what, I'm committed to the University of Maryland, let's go to work. And he went to work on Friday. He went to work on Friday. Get it. And, and then, you know. And then Miami to, backs the truck up and, and says, hey, we're going to pay you this much more. Adios, Maryland. <laughs> so, but, you know, so if, if I'm going to ask a kid, hey, stay and fight for that starting job. Yeah, but that. That's you know I, I get it and you're right. I mean I don't I don't know that you know you can justify either one of them. I still say you know it's it's made it so much more easily for these kids that look you get out on the real world it's not going to be that easy for you to just to bail and go somewhere else. Right. I mean you've got to fight through things. Right. And and I I think we're sending a bad message. Yeah, I just do. That hey, if you're you're not going to be willing to sit here and and fight your way through it. Now sometimes, look, it is justified. There is some places that just don't fit. Mm-hmm. There is places where you go and you you're a long way from home and it's just you're homesick. I mean, there is justifiable reasons. But to me, a justifiable reason is not because you're buried two or three deep on the depth chart. Garrett and I were talking about that this morning before we went on the air. Look, if the head coach leaves, if the coordinator leaves, if your position coach leaves, I get why you want to go someplace else. But and you're right. And sometimes, particularly with COVID, kids were committing to schools without actually seeing those schools and being in those communities. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is it isn't a fit. There are reasons to transfer. There is tons of reasons to transfer. But you're right because I'm third team. Ain't ain't one of them. No, it's not. Uh, sorry about the English, but I mean, really, I mean. Seriously, and, and that's what we were it's talking not about. It's not to me, but again, no, I agree, I, I'm, and we're I'm all, we've all got our own opinion on it. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm, I'm like, you know, I told Garrett this morning, what happened to the old adage of roll up your sleeves and go to work? It's not here anymore. No, it's not. It's it, unfortunate. No, it is. It, I think I don't really have a problem with the transfer portal if you use it. Say you're a player like Caleb Williams, for instance, right? Like Lincoln Riley goes and he. Whatever he t- it took him way longer because he's really evaluating the market for the best financial uh, situation for himself. Which, which is hey, a crazy statement. Go do to make, it, man. Hey, it if is. you could do it, do yeah. it. But I think that if you're a player that um, like Tate Martell is a good example, right? Like this kid hit the transfer portal like four times. I, I, you know, if you, I think you should maybe put a limit on it. Like, say you have two options. Like, like maybe, and and I know a lot that might be too much for some people. Two might be too much. But I think if you put a cap on it, it would definitely help. Oh, I think there needs to be. You're and, right. Yeah, because I agree. I mean, the portal is it's a log jam, and you gotta, which it helps with some of these teams getting older players or getting more experienced players. I think Tech is a very good beneficiary on the basketball aspect from it. But at the same time, it, for the kids coming up that are fighting, like in high school, that are being recruited, it really is. It's it it's puts a, a squeeze on them. To them. He mentions Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams, star football player. Correct. What about Joe Smith, who was third team at the University of Fill in the Blank, goes into the portal and does not get picked up? He's, now here's a kid that was on a football team, was going to school, not anymore. That, that, there, that's there, a there's, tricky situation. There, there, I'm telling you, there's, there's kids that are going to get left out in the cold. Oh, well, there is. And they're being advised poorly by whoever. Well, and, and again, it, you know, part of that is because I'm buried on a depth chart, I'm not going to – the heck with it. I'm out of here. I'm going to take my ball and play somewhere well, else. Well, we talked about a quarterback that did just that, and he's finally found a starting spot after four trips. 
Right. Four. Four trips through the portal. Well, he finally found a starting quarterback spot. Well, and that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It yeah. is ridiculous. I think you just got to find a fine balance because there's a lot of – as an LSU fan, they wouldn't have a football national championship if Joe Burrow didn't transfer from – No. You know, Baylor and, and, wouldn't have a national championship basketball if Davion and Maceo didn't right? come. I mean, there's a, there's a I, fine I, I balance. I agree. To it. I mean, and then you know, look, it, it it is beneficial, and it is it is something that 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 coaches are learning how to navigate their way through, and it is it is something that you know you talk about coaches leaving and stuff like that, and it, it look it it works in that case. It does not work in the case for me when it's just a selfishness right. act when I I can't. I can't get on the field or I can't get on the court because I'm behind this guy and woe is me and mm-hmm. I'm out of here and I'm going to go try to play here. Well, I can't get on the court here. I'm out of here. I'm going to go play here. I, I think that, that we're sending a bad message to to our youth because, again, you know, sports is supposed to emulate real life mm-hmm. and, and there's nothing more to me than the game of football in in, in real life and what you have to go through you know, we're sending them a horrible message because they're not going to be able to go out into the real world and get a job and not be happy in that job and say, well, I'm just going to go get another job. Well, I'm just going to go get another until, you know, they find somewhere where they land on their feet instead of saying, look, I want to be the number one, I don't know, salesman in the, in this corporation. I've got, I've got to work my tail off to right. get there. And if you don't, then you're somebody is not going to hand you something every time you turn around. Well, that's right. I mean, when you walk down the hall and our boss is interviewing, he's not going to hire the third best candidate. He's not seeking, hey, I'm looking for the third best candidate. He's looking for the best candidate. Mm-hmm. And he's going to hire one. That's right. And then everybody else is going to is going to have missed out. You've got to be able to 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 work through that and understand that that's 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 the world that's mm-hmm. the world we live in and now what, what have a what, little moxie in yourself well and that's the problem what we're what you're seeing now is I'm just going to quit I'm going to go someplace else where I'll automatically because look a lot of times these kids were the very best player at their school at well, their sure high school they were. and then they get to wherever they're going to college and and they're not there's fifty of them just like them. And they don't know how to go to work and outwork these guys, mm-hmm. and and that's therein and, lies the problem. And and so mm-hmm. so what do you do? Well, I'll just keep searching until I find a place where I am the best, and I and I get because I just told you we, there was one guy and there's a starting quarterback that's going to start next fall on his has gone through this thing about four times transferring. It's crazy. All right, uh, and I want to get he. Uh, Josh Neighbors brought up Lane Kiffin and, and what Lane Kiffin said yesterday. I want to read this to you. This is what Kiffin said also yesterday. We don't have the same funding resources as some of these schools do for these NIL deals. It's basically dealing with different salary caps. Now we have a sport that has completely different salary caps, and some of these schools have, whatever, five to ten times more than everybody else in what they can pay players. And I know nobody uses those phrases, but that's what it is. He's, it is it is absolutely free agency. He's, he's 100% correct. And he's You're right. He is. It, it is college free agency. Where can I get the best deal? Now, is that our fault? Is that the kid's fault? Well, I think it's our fault for giving it this opportunity. I mean, if you were going to do, you say, all right, college players need to be paid. Well, there's a couple of ways you could do it. To where it's not going to be the Wild Wild West like it's about to be. Mm-hmm. And you either pay everybody the same or you go in and say, okay, here's how this is going to work. 
you want your name, image, and likeness to pay off for you, go out and be a star. And what your merchandise sells out of our out of our shop over here, we'll give you a percentage uh, of. Yep. And, and that's the way you stop all this. Just by being able to let this alumnus with the biggest checkbook go, okay, I'm going to pay you 100000 or a million dollars like the kid from Southlake got to go up to, to Ohio, who, by the way, has left Ohio and now is in Austin because mm-hmm. there's a better deal in Austin for him. You, you stop all that. And right now, you're not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to curb it. It's going to get worse. Trust N- me. NIL and the transfer portal are here. How do you regulate it? You've got to have. You've got to have some regulation to where it's it's equitable for everybody and the kids get. You know, get to do the. Uh, I'm not saying I'm against them being able to get something out of it. I just right. think you have to regulate. I don't it. think this is exactly how they had it planned. Let no, me just say that. <laughs> I think he got away from them in a hurry. All right, eight thirty-four. We're right back with more in just a moment. Recently on the John Moore Show. All right, how about this? So Tech plays Kansas on Big Monday tonight, and it's yep. in Lawrence. What if? What if Pat Mahomes shows up? And Tech people are cheering for him, and Kansas people are cheering for him. He can't lose if he shows up tonight. Wonder what the crowd will do tonight at Allen if indeed he shows up. (laughs) John Moores, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. This year's McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 8th through the 11th at the Exerco Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. And on Friday night, Holt and their family of businesses proudly presents the Sale of Champions with the top placing animals and projects up for sale. It's the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair, February 8th through the 11th at the Extra Co Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254 722 2597. It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car or truck. And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in and out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models open monday through friday 8 to 6 and saturday 8 to 5 keep your peace of mind with valvoline express care in waco 833 north valley mills drive in waco espn radio sports center i'm Lars smith with your espn central texas sports center update brought to you by ruth top innovations in central texas call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663 putting your roof above everything else 
Basketball in Waco today includes a men's and women's doubleheader at the Highlands beginning at 2 o'clock as MCC hosts Southwestern Christian. Tonight at 7, the Baylor women host Oklahoma at the Farrell Center, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores has filed a class action discrimination suit against three NFL teams and the league. The suit claims the NFL, quote, remains rife with racism, unquote. Baseball talks continued for 90 minutes yesterday with some movement toward an agreement. The players and owners meet again today to discuss non-economic issues. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eight thirty-eight twenty-two now in front of nine as we continue on game time here for this Wednesday morning. We're joined now by Stephen Simcox from the uh, podcast Locked On Horn Frogs. And Stephen, uh, the, your uh, TCU basketball team is is maybe one of the hotter teams in the league right now. Red hot, man. Yeah, they're, they're killing it. Uh, happy to be with you guys. I was pleasantly surprised to hear Ward White. I thought I saw pictures of him throwing batteries and tortillas at Chris Beard. <laughs> <laughs> powers that be would allow him to get out back on the radio but i'm glad uh i'm glad you made it back and yeah cc basketball won two in a row a really nice bounce back from that debacle against texas last week getting victories over lsu and oklahoma uh they have kansas state this saturday and the front part of the big 12 schedule for them is a lot more manageable you know down the stretch they still have to play tech in kansas twice uh they still have to play baylor again so it's going to get more difficult. It's important that they stack up as many wins as possible. And I've been impressed with how they've been able to respond every time it looks like they're going to kind of fall off a cliff this year. They've sort of righted the ship. So that's uh, that's a good feather in the cap for Jamie Dixon's team. What has Jamie Dixon done different this year to make this team kind of come together down this stretch? He has more talent. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think that's the simplest answer. Um, he added a lot of guys in the transfer portal, Emmanuel Miller from A&M, uh, David Ball from Memphis. The list kind of goes on. He really turned the roster completely over. Now, I think he's done an impressive coaching job. I feel like the defense has gotten back to a Jamie Dixon level. That's what he was famous for when he was at Pitt. And the last few years at TCU, it hasn't translated. But this year, they've defended really well. And as the year's going on, you know, we'll see if it continues. But their last two games, They've been able to score the ball really well. I mean, they're putting up over 70 points uh, in each of their last few ball games, which I know might not sound like a lot to normal college basketball fan, but that's a lot for this team. Um, so, yeah, it's it's come together really well. The thing I'm probably the most impressed with Ward is that Mike Miles, I still think he's the best player on the team, but he had a wrist injury against Baylor. And at this point, I don't think that's an excuse anymore. Like, I feel like we're weeks away from that injury, like he should be at 100% by now. But he still really hasn't found his rhythm. He's struggling to shoot the ball and to score. And I feel like if you told me before the year he was he was going to be not as effective, I would have thought, well, this team is probably not going to compete. But they've been able to find a way, even without him, to win games, which is uh, impressive. Steven, as an alum of TCU, obviously you, you spent some time in that arena watching basketball games. But now it's like the kids have really bought in. They're showing up. What are your thoughts on the atmosphere they've been able to create in that home court advantage? Yeah, it's awesome. I don't know if they're offering like better free t-shirts or what, but uh, <laughs> people are packing in the gym. Winning helps, right, Gary? I mean, that's always oh, yeah. kind of the biggest thing is if you win games, people are going to buy in. But 
Um, when I was there, I mean, Trent Johnson, it was early in his tenure. They went 0-18 in Big 12 play one year. So, obviously, not a lot of people were flocking to the gym to get them to watch them get beat by 20-plus points every night. Um, so, it's, it's really encouraging that um, everybody's together. And, you know, one thing, too, I, I'm not really – this is not a criticism of anyone else, but I will say it does seem like – I think part of this is Sunday Dykes is brand new, and he is trying to endear himself to the fans, and he's trying to make an impression. But he has been at every basketball game. He's been very active. Like, he's been passing out prizes to the students. He's been trying to encourage people to get there. So I don't know how much of a difference that's made, but um, it does seem like other coaches are trying to rally around this basketball program because they're having some success, and I think they realize that that's good for everybody if they can kind of string together a good run. Talking with Stephen Simcox from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. Stephen, let's uh, kind of switch gears here. With the early signing period, do you do you still get excited about National Signing Day? I mean, is today a big day for you, and is today a big day for the TCU Horn Frogs? Uh, it's not as big as it used to be. I mean, I think the early signing day has kind of become the premier time for most of the athletes to, to ink you know their letters of intent. TCU has a couple guys today, so DJ Allen, a wide receiver from Gladewater, committed yesterday, and that was big for them. He had been pretty quiet about where he was going to end up, so nobody really knew he was also interested in going to florida but it appears tcu won that battle and then aj allen's making a decision this morning i think at 8 45 actually on instagram um so as we're kind of talking right now he's deciding between tcu and mississippi state and nebraska so if they could add uh the two allen guys that would be huge uh there's a couple more players that are out there but it's a pretty it's a pretty quiet day for tcu they've kind of got most of their class wrapped up this is just can you add a few more right before, um, you know, the signing period for high schoolers is over? Sonny Dykes made a, made a living at SMU with the transfer portal, really took them to the next level by using that transfer portal. Do you expect him to get after that now that National Signing Day is completely behind them? And does that change how they go about what they're going to try to attack in the transfer portal this spring? Oh, I think so for sure, Ward. I mean, they've already been really active. You know, they added a couple more guys this week. Traylon Smith, a running back from Arkansas. And then the Walls of Glock, a defensive lineman from UConn. I'm not sure if you want to take a lot of people from UConn in the transfer portal, but uh, apparently they were interested in his services. And it was how he built that roster at SMU. Now, it's a different situation here. Like, what he thrived on at SMU was taking, especially a lot of local guys from the DFW area, that maybe didn't it didn't work out for them at a power five school. Okay, come down here, you can play right away. We'll get you, you know, we'll get you on the field and get you right. Um, it's it's gonna be a different sell, I think, at TCU, but that's what, you know, he wants to do. And um offensive defensive line in my mind are the two biggest positions they have to address. I am interested to see if they go after a quarterback. You know, I think they've they've kind of been trying in a few cases, but a lot of those big names I've gone elsewhere. There's one more big name to watch, and I like. I'm I'm just telling you what I know. They have had conversations with JT Daniels from Georgia. Now I don't know how far those conversations have gone, and I would imagine JT Daniels has a lot of interest from a lot of schools. But I know that they are at least trying to, you know, get him on campus for a visit. So um, that's one big domino that could fall here in the next few weeks. On the flip side, 
how weird is it seeing Gary Patterson at burnt orange? And like, like, what are your thoughts on what he's going to be able to do at Texas? Yeah, it's super strange. I mean, obviously, like Gary can do what he wants. It's 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 bizarre, and I don't feel great about it. But you know, it's his choice, and ultimately, Garrett, like he was, I mean, he was let go. Like they can say what they want to say, but mm-hmm. he basically said, "Hey, we don't want you back." So if he thinks he has more in the tank to coach, then he can go wherever he wants. And I think knowing who Gary is, that was probably a little calculated to go to UT. Um, I'm not sure how much of an impact he'll have. I know UT fans are excited, and he's obviously a really great defensive mind. My biggest question about that is I think you could go a couple different ways. Like, either you're an analyst and you want to be at UT and maybe you're eyeing for that defensive coordinator job, or is Gary just doing this for a year or two and then hoping that he could get another opportunity as a head coach? Because we've seen a lot of coaches do that at Alabama. Like, they'll get fired and then they'll go be an analyst for Nick Saban for a couple seasons. And then after that, it's like, oh, hey, this person, they've been in Tuscaloosa for a few years. They've probably, you know, got some better perspective. We'll give them another chance. So I think that's probably what Gary wants to do. But, um, man, that's a pretty sweet gig, too. Like, if if I could work 20 hours a week and, uh, you know, play some country music when I wanted to, uh, that sounds like a pretty good deal. So I, I think Gary might enjoy that. See, that was, that's what I was thinking. I think this was more of like, let me get to let me get close to Antoine's. I'm going to take my sixth string down there and just rock out on sixth street every night. Yeah, I mean, if he if if they give him gigs on Sixth Street, then God bless him. It's I, over. I like him. I think he's a better coach than he's a musician. But uh, yeah, if some bar wants to give him an opportunity, they definitely can. Stephen, what do you uh, what do you got coming up on the podcast? Well, we're obviously covering basketball on National Signing Day, and uh, yeah, we're hitting that hard. Baseball starts in about three weeks, so that'll be getting up soon as well. And. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on today. Hey, talk to you soon. That is uh, Stephen Simcox from the uh, podcast Locked on Horned Frogs. Uh, he, he, he said he thinks he's a better coach than a musician. Uh, it's 847. No, he's not. Trust me, he's not. It's 847, 13 now away from 9 o'clock. We're brought to you uh, by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And, you know, it's, uh, it's all about championships at Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your hometown teams. Celebrating a Big 12 championship and a Sugar Bowl win, and you can uh, you could celebrate as well with a brand new vehicle at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat during the Start Something New sales event. You can shop for power, performance, and reliability from a great selection of the new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Edition, or planning your next adventure. How about a uh, how about a Jeep? Uh, you know, Jeep uh, 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee. You can take it all home from Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They got a, uh, hey, well, they got a great selection of vehicles, a great selection of pre-owned vehicles. They got an outstanding service department, and they got a staff that wants to create a relationship with you every time you come in. It's not just about selling you a car in 2022. It's about creating a relationship that begins in 2022. That's what Ted Teague and his staff strive to do every time you walk through the door at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. You can check them out at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You can also check them out online at uh, alansamuelsdcj.com. That's Alan Samuels. DCJ.com. They're at 201 West Loop 340. And uh, 
Hey, if you want to give them a call, they'd love to talk to you. 772-1000. That's 772-1000. Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home in the Farrell Center Wednesday evening hosting Oklahoma. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect, Universal Windows Direct. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. A business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Basketball in Waco today includes a men's and women's doubleheader at the Highlands beginning at 2 o'clock as MCC hosts Southwestern Christian. Tonight at 7, the Baylor women host Oklahoma at the Farrell Center and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores has filed a class action discrimination suit against three NFL teams and the league. The suit claims the NFL, quote, remains rife with racism, unquote. Baseball talks continued for 90 minutes yesterday with some movement toward an agreement. The players and owners meet again today to discuss non-economic issues. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grand bag. Welcome back in. This is the grab bag here on ESPN Central Texas. And again, uh, coming up tonight, we will have basketball for you. It is the Bears 
and Oklahoma women's basketball uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas. 6.30 for the pregame, 7 o'clock for the tip. Oklahoma at 18-3, 7-2 in the league, and Baylor at 15-4, 5-2 in the conference. This, this, this has some makings to be a fun one as the, uh, the Bears have won five in a row. It does. I mean, I think that Baylor will go out and take care of business. Um, it'll obviously be a good game, but this is a good opportunity for them to take a step in the right direction to where they're wanting to go. Yeah, I mean, again, they, they start off 0-2. Find a way, I, I, I'd almost say miraculously, to beat Kansas yeah. on the road. And, and since then, Ward, this team is, I mean, not only are they beating people, they are beating people, if you know what I mean. They're, I mean, it's, it's, it's impressive what they've been able to do over the last couple of weeks. Well, you mentioned it earlier, a couple of things that go into that. They're starting to get their legs under them from being in that COVID situation that they were in. They're starting to be able to, you know – don't forget that this is a whole new system for them too as well and they're starting to figure that out and so you know there's a lot of contributing factors to to where they've been to where they are now and, and now they're in a situation where they can start separating themselves and this is a big game to be able to try to do that start putting everybody else on notice a little mm-hmm. bit of okay we're coming together we're starting to gel we're starting to play and, and not worry about you know who's on the court with them just go out and play their game that's a top 25 matchup with uh, uh, Oklahoma and Baylor. You have another top 25 matchup, Kansas State at Iowa State, and then the uh, rest of the league has West Virginia at TCU and Oklahoma State at Kansas. So big night uh, on the women's side in the uh, in, in the conference. As, uh, Baylor will uh, host Oklahoma, and we'll have it for you uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas. So uh, that, that's, uh, that's tonight at 6.30 for the pregame, 7 o'clock for the tip, and that uh, should be a lot of fun. We, we're going to – and again – I, I don't know how we don't know where we're going to be tomorrow. I mean, there's a possibility we're here in the studio. There's a possibility we're over at the region 12 service center, depending on, on weather and, and what decisions are made when it comes to realignment. But tomorrow is a huge day, fellas, uh, for, for schools, uh, coaches, administrators alike, as they find out what districts they're going to be playing in for the next couple of years. Uh, and, we hope to have it covered for you wall to wall, but we'll, we'll see. It'll be some sleepless nights tonight. Yeah, I promise you. I'm excited. I mean, I think it's. I I think it has the chance to be a lot of fun. Oh, it's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it's going to be fun. Yeah. it is going to be. It is watching this thing unravel and and just how it all lands out is going to be so much fun to try to figure it out and and hopefully, you know. We don't have to talk anybody off a ledge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be tomorrow. Just all I can tell you is turn it on at 7 a.m. and figure out where we are. There all right. Go. Hey, that is that is going to do it for us. Thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. Brandon Slee, Scott Rude, Josh Neighbors, Stephen Simcox. Thanks so much for being on the show. For Ward and Garrett, I'm Tom. We'll see you tomorrow at 7.